Hello and welcome to the Lost Disney Nerd Podcast. I'm Jen. And I'm Drew. And today we don't have a lot of news going on, so let's just get right into our topic. Yeah, so today, since it's October and Halloween month, we decided to do some spooky topics, if you will. Um, Today we're going to talk about all about the Haunted Mansion, do kind of a spotlight on the Haunted Mansion. We're going to talk about the history of Haunted Mansion, um, the actual story of the Haunted Mansion. So when you go through the ride, what's actually happening instead of just looking at a bunch of figures. Um, And then we'll do some theories that people have out there about different Haunted Mansion stuff and some fun facts. And then at the end, Drew and I are kind of going to give our personal opinions about the ride. um, If we like it, dislike it, if we change anything or keep it all the same. And then, yeah, it's all about Haunted Mansion today. So, Drew's going to be our history guy. So, you go on and go ahead and take it away. Uh, Haunted Mansion actually does have a lot of history, like background, before it was even built. Um, Walt initially always had an idea for something kind of creepy, something haunted house-ish. Um, the, uh, let's see, it was... Mickey Land. Have you ever heard about that? No, I haven't. Um, that was the prototype for what would become Disneyland. He got inspired by the idea of a theme park for like the workers and stuff. And that was going to become like Mickey's Land. It was gonna be like a Mickey's Park. I forget the actual title of it now, but it was the, the idea. Like, it was a lot of the same idea of like Frontierland. There was going to be it was well, a much smaller idea. Like the train ride was going to be the main attraction. But he always had this little idea of like you could turn down like a road, like a winding little road, and like you'd see this derelict building almost. So it's been pretty much since the beginning of um, anything Disney parks related that the concept has been there. And then, see, it really took off in 63, 1963. I think they kind of started like the announced and stuff. And they built the facade so for in Disneyland. So that was just um, more of like a plantation-style house, like a mansion. Gotcha. And it kind of got put to the wayside because of the World's Fair that took up years of Walt's time. And it didn't actually get finished until 1969. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was one of those things where um, the story behind, like, around it, around just, like, guests that would come in all the time between those years, it built up because there was just this empty facade building that's sitting there. So it got a lot of attention right out of the gate when it opened. So... It got finished in 69, and he technically started in... What year did you say? Uh, the project started in 63, really. Oh, yeah. So that's six years it took. Yeah, I actually remember hearing that Haunted Mansion was like... um, Like, the ride that took... Like, one of the top rides that took the most time to actually, like, from start to finish to actually build and open up. 
I mean, because the idea changed a lot throughout yeah. the years. Uh, it was initially just going to be a walkthrough attraction. That'd be- and then they created the Omnimover uh, ride track system, which is prevalent in almost, I think, every park now at this point. Yeah, it's a really popular structure that now a lot of Disney rides and um, developments in Disney turn to. Like, you almost hear a, close to almost every ride that obviously not ones that don't have a track like that, but a lot of rides refer back to the Omnimover system or um, people created other track rides, but based off of like an Omnimover kind of deal. Um, but, and now we've, it's kind of fun to, um, if you were to like go on the Haunted Mansion and then go on, let's say Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway or um, Rise of Resistance going from, like Haunted Mansion is one of the oldest attractions that has this Omnimover track. And then you go on to Rise of the Resistance, which is a um, trackless, like magnetic um, track, I guess. And it's crazy how much the de- how much development is there and how much advancement is there. Because you, s- And it's kind of cool that it's still all right in Disney World. Like you can go from like, stuff they made back in the 60s still up to something that was most recently made and it's crazy but still like even like the trackless and magnetic ride systems it's still kind of like a base of like the but using our technology now it's you can't even see the track and just looks like you're floating around which is amazing to see how disney has developed in that way yeah and they're still developing even more like because the idea for the omnibus was that A, they needed something that could get a lot of guests through, and B, the other plus side of it was that you could actually change the direction that the buggy was going in. So, like, of course it go, of course it goes forward, but the like the angle of the actual buggy changes, mm-hmm. and that's a thing that you'll see throughout tons of Disney attractions, is that you actually can then control where the audience looks. Yeah. And uh, and the new Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster that's coming to Epcot, it's a roller coaster, but they're doing that same idea of changing the track, uh, like changing the position of the vehicle, so that you can see what they what Disney wants you to see. So yeah, the history behind it is there. Yeah, that's super cool. I'm so excited for that ride. Yeah, I I don't know. It's looking kind of huge, honestly. Isn't it supposed to be like the largest indoor roller coaster? I didn't see that, but I just know that I, I know at one point there was like, there was like two pre-shows. <laughs> Dang. Um, well, that's kind of like I guess you could kind of say Rise of Resistance has like three or four pre-shows before you actually go on the ride. Um, but I, I don't know if I'm making this up in my head, but I swear I saw that um, Guardians of the Galaxy is supposed to be. Like, I don't know if it's country or the world, but it's supposed to be one of the largest indoor roller coasters. That is one thing I'm not sure of. I didn't look at a ton of information on it because I do want to kind of still experience it almost blind a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Me too. Um, But I mean, isn't this kind of like a new concept? Like the other Guardians of the Galaxy ride is the Tower of Terror version in Hollywood Studios, so... Yes, it's a, it's a yeah, it's a brand new concept. It's a brand new system, just like the Omnimover, where it's like I said, it turns the vehicle. So like, 
if they want you to see Groot and them like on the right side, they'll turn the into- all the vehicles to the right. Gotcha. While it's still going down the track. I'm trying to see if I can find, because um, I have my laptop right in front of me. So I'm trying to see if I can find that um, confirmation on that factor if I'm making it up. But keep going as I'm looking, so I don't know if I'm going to find it. But Sure. Uh, so that was the, the Disneyland big moment was when the Omniverse system was put in, when they actually developed Haunted Mansion completely. Uh, and then Disney World, they already had everything pretty much built. Like they were building duplicates of everything while still building the first Haunted Mansion because they knew that they wanted this attraction to be their opening day for Disney World. Um, so honestly, a lot of the things are the same or similar. Uh, there's very few differences. Um, like there's, I think the hallway is different. And I know that. Disney World has the never end like the never ending staircase scene and a library scene. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was kind of shocked. I never really looked into the other ride structures in other parks, but I didn't realize how different it was that we had a couple more scenes that other ones don't have. But like other rides, obviously, have stuff we don't have, like the um, the Hatbox Ghost in Disneyland. I wish we had him. He's pretty cool. Yeah, the Hatbox Ghost, which apparently was only there the uh, one opening week uh, when when uh, originally Haunted Mansion opened, and then disappeared for what until t- like 2015, I think. It came back finally. Oh, really? Yeah. So like that, like that's why it built up such a cult following because of like this idea of like there's this one animatronic that just was there for only a single like week. <laughs> That's funny. I found I found this. Um, not to like stay, be off track again, but um, it says at D23 Japan in 2018, it was confirmed that the Gardens of the Galaxy roller coaster would be one of the world's longest enclosed roller coasters. But I wasn't making it. Um, that's, that's, that's interesting. I mean, it does look like just from the structures they built so far, it does look huge. Yeah. I'm excited. But on a mansion, um, you have more um, things about the differences between the rides in the different parks. Um, there's a few. I mean, of course, um, Disney World has the outside uh, interactive queue. You can solve the murder mystery with the like the five statues. Uh, you can do like the organ playing and stuff like that, or the instrument tapping. And it also has a tribute of, like, you know, the captain, um, like, mausoleum kind of headstone? The... It looks like it looks like it's underwater, almost, oh. like, inside. Yeah, when he's... The one that's sitting in the tub? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think that's it, yeah. That's actually um, a reference to, like, one of the original... Uh, concepts that they were going back and forth with for what the main story of Haunted Mansion would be was like this idea, like this cat, like this captain, uh, set up a you know, like built up a house by New Orleans and stuff like that to tie into the rest of Disneyland. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, I uh, 
I have some, like, the story of the Haunted Mansion and some fun facts later about some of these characters are actually representing more than I thought, but, um, but yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, and a lot, like, there were a bunch of different variations that they wanted to do on the original story and the concept, like, there's, I think there's at least two or three Imagineers that kind of made it up, but they were being replaced and stuff, and, but now we have the story that we do. And uh, this was the first, I think this was the first big named attraction that they ever completed without Walt. So it was a really, that when di- back going back to Disneyland, it was really a like a proving moment for Imagineering was that could we actually do like do the magic without Walt? So yeah, this was kind of a proving moment for them. That's sad that he didn't get to see it. Yeah, because I mean, this was this was one of his original concepts. They had all the way back to the fifties this range of like, hmm, I could build a small little park for like you know people like the workers or kids stuff could still come and play, and it grew. Um, I just to throw a theory and like a fun fact in here. Um, there was a theory for a while that um. So you know how in the Disney World version, I don't know what it's like in the other versions, but after you, um, when you're in like the cemetery in the graveyard and there's those four heads that are singing and like one's Mm -hmm. broken and stuff, like for a while, fans were thinking that um, the one head that's broken and like on the ground, supposedly that was supposed to be Walt Disney. Like it was supposed to be his face and his head. Um and that started going around and people were thinking that that was a Walt Disney reference, but um, the theory got busted and I don't know exactly who said it, but Imagineers and Disney cast members started saying, no, it's actually not true. So it's actually not, but it does kind of look like him. Cause I saw like a comparison when people were like, yeah, it's true. It does kind of look like him, but it is not. Hmm, I never knew yeah. that, but I, I mean, other future versions do include like a lot of uh, reference to Imagineering. Oh yeah, they do. But I'm so I never heard that theory. Yeah, it was a rumor for a while. Um, every supposedly people thinks everybody wants to think that Walt's head is somewhere in the park <laughs> because people thought that uh, they froze his head and his head was somewhere laying around in the parts and people were like, no. So then they were like, well, maybe it's on the Haunted Mansion. But nope. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, the frozen head thing is uh, com- actually quite common for cast members to be asked, where is Walt's frozen head? It's terrifying. <laughs> like... That'd be actually a little concerning if Disney World had Walt's frozen head somewhere. <laughs> so I have this cool blog post. Um, it's from the Disney Food Blog, um, who's a pretty popular name out there for blogs. Um, they have a really cool YouTube channel, and they've got these cool blogs. So if you want to go follow a good Disney blog, the Disney Food Blog, DFB, is a good one. Um, but they made a blog post about the uh, real backstory of Haunted Mansion and all the residents of the Haunted Mansion. So who really are these characters that we're meeting throughout the um, 
ride and what are their stories. So I thought I'd kind of dive into that because, you know, a lot of, some people ride the ride and they just think like, oh, I'm just sitting here looking at a bunch of figures and listening to the music. But you're actually kind of going through the story of the Haunted Mansion as you're riding it. And it's almost like you're one of the 999 happy haunts um, that they tell you about. So um, if we dive into it, um, the experience begins before even entering the building as the queue also nods to some of the mansion's residents, including the debated owner, Master Gracie. Um, so yeah, obviously when you're in the queue, a lot of these characters that are portrayed out in the queue or have gravestones and stuff, some of them are actually references to characters that are actually in the mansion, but a lot of them are also references to Imagineers that helped create the Haunted Mansion. Because um, obviously Master Gracie has a tombstone. Uh, Master Gracie laid to rest, no mourning, please, at his request. Um, he's got a little like patch of grass to himself in the queue. Um, Master Gracie's tombstones was one of the original ones installed in the family plot of the Haunted Mansion. It was a tribute to Imagineer Yale Gracie, who had a large role in creating the attraction. Um, guests and cast members were so sure of Master Gracie's role as the owner of the estate and subject to aging portrait that it became adopted as part of the attraction's backstory. And it's most notably was the main plot point in the 2003 film. I have not seen the film with Eddie Murphy, have you? Oh, it, it's a it's a masterpiece. Is that sarcasm I hear? What? No, me <laughs> never. No, it, it's it's fantastic. Oh. If you want just something that has no actual connection, really, to Haunted Mansion, it's it's wonderful. But they are, but a new one is in production really? though. Yeah, a new Haunted Mansion movie is in production. That's going to not be based on anything with the A. Murphy one. It's going to be a brand new idea, but yeah. That along with Tower of Terror. Um, have you seen the Tower of Terror movie? Because it's god-awful. No, I have not. I just see that they, for some reason, still have DVDs in the gift shop. I don't know why. It's awful. It's really bad. Like, if we ever... Maybe we should do an episode of, like, the worst Disney movies and watch them and talk about them, that's going to be, like, number one on the list. It's, like, it's like a really bad Goosebumps episode. Like, you thought Goosebumps was bad? This is worse. <laughs> it's just not good. Um, But, yeah, so if people have seen the Haunted Mansion movie, I, I heard it's not worth watching anyway, so I don't really care to watch it, but um... So then we meet the ghost host, um, the main person in the Haunted Mansion. And some people don't really know if he's an actual person or if he's just a voice. Um, but um, Drew, do you want to say the fun fact you told me about, about the raven before I go into Oh, uh, throughout the attraction, there is a raven in a lot of scenes. Um the one of the concepts that they did have possibly was that this was actually the ghost host was the, the Raven. Um, so you, like it would start with um, the seance with Man Leota, and then you and then after that you'll see you'd see him throughout the ride. It 
didn't stick, but now there's just a random raven in like half the scenes. Yeah, I don't remember. All- I know he's in the scene um, in like more towards the beginning of the ride where uh, you look to your left and there's like um, a uh, casket and there's like a skeleton hand pushing the casket up and he's like acting like he wants to get out of the casket. I know there's a raven sitting on like a tree branch or sitting on something right next to the cat that's just kind of looking around um but yeah that's a fun fact about that but we ended up with the ghost house the voice that you hear um so um a lot of people actually i didn't think this but apparently a lot of people think that the ghost host is master gracie but it is not um that was a myth bust that they talk about in this post. Um, apparently people think it was Master Gracie. Um, but despite the fact that we hear his voice and he's the main, uh, one of the main characters, it's not him. Um, but so people are saying like, oh, do we see the ghost host? Like, who is he? And actually, which I didn't know this, and I don't even remember this being on the ride. I'll have to look for it. But apparently the ghost host portrait hangs in the corridor of doors. Um, and obviously I can't show you guys right now what the picture is. Um, if you just look up the ghost host portrait, it's an old man and he has a noose around his neck, but he's holding an ax and the rope is broken. So it looks like he cut himself down from the noose or whatever. And this makes sense because, uh, when you're in the stretching room and you're hearing that little pre-show, um, when he says, of course, there's always my way. And the lights shut off. If you look, I don't know if people have ever looked up, actually, but if you look up, because there's that little, like, circle above you and there's light and you can see something, it's actually somebody hanging um, at the very top. And so that supposedly is the ghost host. And so this portrait makes sense because he hung himself. That was his death. And now he's cutting himself off from that and he's becoming the main ghost host of the Haunted Mansion, and he's dead. Um, so yeah, that's all about the ghost host, so that's who gives you your tour. And actually, apparently, um, when you go into the scene where um, the piano keys are clicking and nobody's there, but if you look on the ground, you can see the shadow. Apparently, that's the ghost host playing the piano. Yeah. Oh, really? I never thought of it that way. The ramp, like the entrance yeah. so like to the, the studio, ramp, and then when you first enter the building, you're in this little room, and there's like uh, posters surrounding you. And usually, they would put like Disney Channel stars or like popular singers, but now the posters actually include guests in there. And I didn't know this, and I was kind of looking around, and all of a sudden, I see a uh, poster that says um, "appearing in Escanaba," which is where I'm from in Michigan, and I was like. Dad, look, Escanaba's on that poster. And my dad was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, look, it's there. And then I look harder, and then my name's on it. I was like, look, I'm on that poster. And they were like, what? Like, no way. And it was like, um, it said, like, Jennifer performing her very own concert in Escanaba, Michigan on this date or whatever. And I was like, what the heck? And then we looked over, and my brother got one, too, I believe. Um and it was like some concert in Michigan. Um, but yeah, 
that was really I, we didn't know that was a thing I didn't know that was a thing at all so when I saw that I was like why would they be talking about my little shit town in the UP down here in Disney World um but that's really cool Yeah, I remember. I, I think I got a picture of it when it set off for my mom. At least I didn't get. I yeah, didn't get I one, but I had my a mom. Picture of mine off. too, because I thought it was so cool. Yeah, because the Haunted Mansion one, I think, was like from like heading. Like I think is is it Greens or is it like heading to or something? Oh, like maybe that? First, it's, like, Chicago. I don't know if that. Um, maybe it's that instead of Greetings. I just know they include your state name usually. Yeah, that's in uh, Florida. That's in Disney World. Um, Disneyland still has the classic where it's just the three of them hitchhiking. And then, like, there's, like, just, like, the same kind of effect for everyone. Disney World's the one that they changed it Um, up. When I was a little kid, one time I rode on um, Haunted Mansion. And when I was, like, little, little, um, I remember one of the effects was like the ghost sat where my mom was with me. So it looked like my mom wasn't on the cart and it was just the ghost in me. And I started bawling my eyes out because I thought my mom was gone. Like, I, I don't, I don't know in my head what I was thinking where she could have gone, but like I looked in the mirror and she wasn't there anymore. And I like kind of screamed. And then my mom was like, it's okay. And I looked at her and I was like, you're here. And she was like, yeah. And it was like, in the mirror, you are here. It was the ghost with me. And she was like, oh, no, it's just like an illusion. And I started crying and I freaked out because I thought they took my mom or something. <laughs> but <laughs> I, li- I like yeah, the, um, cool. the head swapping one that they do now. Um, but yeah, so that's the hitchhiking ghost and they actually have names if you didn't know that um their names are phineas ezra and gus all right got those right because I, I, I literally just watched like, a thing about all of our mission history but it was, uh, it's always I yeah i always remember phineas but i never three. remember ezra and gus but i actually have um little pop like funko pop keychains of them i won it in like a contest that another podcast was hosting and they're really cool and they had the names on them and I didn't know they had names till I got those figures but yeah which one is the one with the ball That's and Gus. chain in his hand okay so I, I yeah okay so I do have a little pin uh, of Gus yeah Phineas is the traveler with the suitcase Ezra is the tall skeleton and Gus is the pris- the prisoner with the ball and chain um yeah, so then finally, which I didn't know about, um, we have a little character, Little Leota, they call her, because at the very end of the ride, that little tiny bride that's talking to you, um, and she's saying, like, hurry back, hurry back, like that creepy little voice. Um, a lot of people think it's Constance again, but it's not, supposedly it's not Constance, which I always thought it was. Um, but the bride is actually referred to as Little Leota, or the ghostess, a combination of ghost and hostess. She was conceived by Imagineer Mark Davis to help you make final arrangements to stay in the mansion. And she earned her name as Little Leota, not for her relation to Madame Leota, but also, um, it al- this actually also refers to Leota Toombs, um, who's the actress for Leota in the room. 
Um, but yeah, so it's actually another reference to her. It's not Constance, which I didn't know that. But those are all the main characters in the ride that you encounter. Um, and then kind of go along with the story of what the Haunted Mansion is. Um, you're basically a person that's touring the mansion in the beginning of the ride. Um, so you're always traveling forward and spinning around looking at everything. And the ghost host introducing you to the um, Haunted Mansion. And then if you notice, um, I mean, hopefully you notice. Um, but once you get out of the attic where you meet Constance, um, your doom buggy turns around and you go backwards. And you're basically kind of falling like you're leaning back. You go all the way down to the graveyard. So supposedly that transition of you going backwards and falling is actually you falling out of the attic because either a ghost or Constance pushes you out of the attic and then you fall and then you die. I'm doing air quotes, obviously you can't see it, but you die. And that is why once you get into the graveyard, you can see all the ghosts because you're dead just like them. But in the Haunted Mansion, when you're doing the tour, you can't see any ghosts and you don't see anything. Um, but then once you die, you see all the ghosts, which makes sense. Um, but yeah, supposedly that's the story is you're a, a tour person. Uh, you're just taking a tour and then you get pushed out of the attic, you die. And now you're one of the 999 happy haunts. So what does the ballroom Yeah, that's what I was that? kind of wondering too. Yeah, that's, and that's, like, that's my favorite scene. You know, I think, okay, really. I'll bring this up after I answer your question, but I don't know about that one because that's what they say. Is, but obviously you see the ballroom scene. Maybe it's like a maybe it, that was like, it, like if you were to I'm talking like theoretically like to go along with the story, maybe it's like they're allowing you to see that part or like that's like a part that you can see that like any typical person alive or dead could see while you're still alive but then you actually die and you see more of the ghosts but I don't know about that. well because I because the graveyard scene they kind of more yeah, wave that's, at you yes yes stuff. yes yes so even when you see ghosts they don't look at you and they don't acknowledge your existence but then when you go down there because like you said earlier when you were talking that guy at the bottom of the hill that's shaking and like looks like he's scared. He's not actually scared of the ghost. He's scared of you because you're a ghost that's looking right at him, right? Yeah, the caretaker is not facing anything that's going on in the scene. He's facing you. Yeah, so, shaking um, the dog. So yeah, that might be a part of it. Um, I remember hearing about that actually. So I believe that's true that they don't acknowledge you but they acknowledge you at the end. So that's how you know when you're alive versus dead. Um, but that ballroom scene, I'm telling you right now, that whole Pepper's ghost effect, I don't understand that whatsoever. I've watched... Yeah, I still can't. I, 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 I know so it, so many but videos I don't understand it. Explaining the Pepper's ghost effect, and I don't get it. I seriously can't wrap my head around the whole mirror thing I don't know how it works like my dad even like my dad understands it and every time we go on Haunted Mansion I'm like dad can you try to explain it again and he explains it and I'm like nope 
that just doesn't make sense. I don't know what I, I don't know what it is about me. I just can't quite grasp the concept. <laughs> no, I, I can't. I like, isn't it that, that there's like yeah. mannequins, like actually on like behind, like below you? Cause you're on the second yep. floor. Watching so yeah, above. Like, you're on the second floor directly below you. There's actual figures doing all this stuff. Um, and there is a piece, if you look closely, I saw it last time, there's a giant piece of glass um, right in front of, like, the railing that you're kind of looking over. There's this ginormous piece of glass that covers the whole room, and somehow there's another mirror set up somewhere, and somehow um, it projects the holographic kind of feel to it out to this room and somehow the two mirrors work together and do something where now you see what they're doing but not the actual figures like you just see a almost like a holographic thing of them I know it's not a hologram but you see their image but um, I I don't get it because it's also if you don't know about the Pepper's Go effect um, it's used in other rides too, like the Tower of Terror, when you see the um, the four the family that got electrocuted in the hallway, that's the Pepper's Go effect. So there's two mirrors and piece. There's a piece of glass and a mirror somewhere in that hallway that's projecting that. And then um, on Journey into Imagination with Figment, the scene where you see the butterfly in the cage and then it disappears, that's um, kind of like the double mirror pepper ghost effect as well i know it's not exactly the same thing but it's kind of that same idea of putting mirrors and glass in there to trick you but i don't understand it whatsoever (laughs) no i i really don't although um at least for disneyland fun fact if you don't know this um there's like a spider and a spider web in the corner of like the screen kind of thing for the ballroom uh do you in know disneyland? why have you heard about this there's a there's a spider disneyland, i think it is there yeah like yeah it's kind of sitting on the glass almost they're, like they cover up uh, Actually, I, no to cover up I haven't looked much i don't i don't like to there? watch like ride point of views or anything because i know someday i am definitely gonna go to disneyland i don't know about the other ones and i don't want to like spoil anything or like ruin it but um i haven't heard of that so i don't know why i could probably look it up i have a laptop no 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 i I know this story Uh, i don't know at least i know the the end result of it i don't know what what provoked him someone took a gun out (gasps) and shot at the uh, shot at the glass so that is why there is a spider and a spider web air quote spider web because that's how they covered up all the broken glass that like the shattered yeah. wet, like you know web effect of glass they put a spider over the uh, over the uh, over the hole and they made they made it look like oh no that's way. just a spider with his web oh, okay <laughs> i was not catching on that yeah. you were just like genuinely asking you i thought you were genuinely asking <laughs> no no, I, I didn't know if you knew that fact. No, I didn't know if it was like you know, a fact no. you had saved. What? How, did... I didn't want to, like, really... How the hell did somebody get a gun into the park? First of all, I don't know. This was Probably years ago. I can tell you that, apparently. but 
Yeah, but yeah. So someone for some oh reason God. decided what to shoot heck? the glass. Why would someone do that? They're pro- they probably heard about the Pepper's Ghost effect, and they're like, "Well, there's only one way to find out <laughs> if it's true." Um, but that's kind of funny how they couldn't just get a new piece of glass. <laughs> Apparently, it's way too expensive, so they just kept it. That's funny. That was their easy fix. That was definitely something to look for. Um, but that's crazy. I did not know that. Um, but yeah, so that is basically the story of the Haunted Mansion. Um, kind of towards the end, a little fun fact I have. This is a pretty common one, but if you don't know. Um, at the After you walk out of the building, um, when you're exiting the ride, when you get outside, if you look to your left, there's actually an animal graveyard up on like a hill and it's all animals that have it's all fake tombstones of animals but if you look all the way up in the top left i believe mr toad actually has a tombstone here um and they placed that there when they replaced mr toad's wild ride with winnie the winnie the pooh right yeah winnie the pooh um and so he's there that's his kind of mark on the park if you will I never knew. That's funny. Um, anyway, Mark and that's his Mark in the park. Um, he's still there, and he's kind of hiding up in the a little bush. You can't. He's not in plain sight. You got to look for him. But he's up there in the animal graveyard. That's a little fun fact. Yeah, I've never actually seen it, but I know it's there from yeah. watching too many um, videos. One time, I just thought of this at the end of the ride, um, once in a while, this has happened to me a couple of times, sometimes cast members will feel the urge to, um, I was walking out of Haunted Mansion, and just that, like, long hallway you kind of go down that really has nothing, but there's, like, doors that, like, cast members go in, sometimes cast members feel the urge to hide behind, like, one of the walls, um, by the door, and jump out and scare the pee out of you when you walk by. <laughs> Has that ever happened to you? Because it's happened to me like three times. No. I've never had that happen. Although I like so, I mean, there's like because I, I get it, a lot of cast members aren't super crazy like involved in the theming of it. Like like the idea for like a lot of the cast members for people who don't know it's just like that they kind of have like a like stoic point of view like they don't do anything like they like maybe they'll put a little makeup underneath their eyes to make themselves look like mm-hmm. tired or almost client kind of deadish not really but like um but every once in a while like, you'll get a casper who's like yes. super into it and it's I think great that makes the ride so much better like if the per the cast member that's in the stretching room sometimes they can be really into it and like talk to you or like walk around and like i've had a cast member like, while I'm in the stretching room, like, before the show start, she just kind of, like, lingered behind me. And then she, like, kind of stuck her face right next to mine and scared me. Um, and she's just, she just had this eerie, like, voice. And she talked and interacted with everybody and walked around. Um, but then I've also had cast members that just say, like, all right, everybody get in. And then they press the button to start. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think it's so yeah. cool when <laughs> cast members get that involved. But yeah, I've had, I don't know if I'm just unlucky and or if it's that common, but I've had cast members jump out at me and scare me and hide in 
hospital walls a couple of times and I'm a very I'm really jumpy and I'm very like I hate that stuff when people jump out at you so now every time I go by I like expect it and I cringe but <laughs> you're one of the lucky ones I've never had that happen um but yeah so that is the story of haunted mansion I mean, you can talk about the other versions right now. Not sure want. if you want to. Go ahead. Um, there are two different versions in like in the international parks. There is one at Disneyland Paris, and there's one at Hong Kong Disney, and they're vastly different than the uh, U.S. versions. Um, the Disneyland Paris version is called the Phantom Manor. And it has a, a very different story. Um, it actually they tied their story into really? uh, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad because uh, their version is in Frontierland, so they tied their That's story cool. into uh, Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah, yeah, their story is like um, uh, it still has to do with a bride, but it's a lot. There's more details to it, like. Uh, the host is like, I think they confirmed it at this point, is likely um, actually her father, the person who owns the manor, the person who actually founded Big Thunder and stuff, the company. And he doesn't want his daughter, the bride, to be married to anyone. So he keeps, so like, it's like he, he's trying to stop oh, the wedding. So like, that's okay. the story going through. And their version just has like a lot more skeletons in it, from what I've seen, like from ride POVs and everything like that. Like the like they still have um like the grin uh grim grinning ghost and everything song, but it's just like a lot more eerie. Like you actually have like someone like playing like almost like skeleton like like a skeleton mm-hmm. playing other like skeleton he- like heads as like drums almost and stuff gotcha. like that. And um, it like uh, it actually goes underground, almost like how ours you know, goes to the first floor to the graveyard area. Theirs goes to um, what would be Thunder uh, like Mesa, and it has like a whole idea of like the um, like a haunted and like yeah, it's a lot different and a lot darker cool. of an idea actually. And then there is the, it's more inspired, quote unquote, inspired by Haunted Mansion. It's Hong Kong Disneyland. They could, due to like Chinese traditions, they don't Mm -hmm. really have, they can't really do ghosts and afterlife like that. So instead they have the Mystic Manor, which is like a trackless ride system. And it's, it looks really cool. Like from the ride POVs, like it's a totally different story. It's um, like this little cute little monkey. Like he opens up like this uh, treasure, like this music box they shouldn't be touching, kind of a thing. And like, uh, like they go through all these rooms, and like everything's spinning and stuff comes to life. Because the idea is that um, uh, the manor, like the Mystic Manor that you're in, is actually owned by someone mm-hmm. who is like named uh, something Mystic, and he's letting you tour like 
oh, here's a tour of my house with all of my ancient artifacts that I've like found over the years because he's actually um, one of the explorers in the long running um, explorer okay. group that's like also part of Jungle Cruise and whatnot. It's really tied into Disney's like hit like stories like throughout the parks. There's a lot of detail that I don't remember <laughs> off the top of my head, but yeah, overall, like the entire idea is like this manor comes to life from like this magic music box. It's vastly different, but it actually looks really really neat. Like it's because it came out in, like 2013, so like just like technology wise, it's so much more advanced to like yeah, see. Yeah, that's cool. I'm uh I'm reading somebody actually full blown put the entire actual story um on this blog post of the one in Disneyland Paris that you were talking about. And I was just like reading that and that's crazy that it actually has this detailed of a story. Um but yeah, like you were saying, she it's this daughter. Um it's like the dad was a Western settler. Who, the dad is like the phantom in this ride, um, Henry Ravenswood. Uh, he was a Western settler who struck gold in Big Thunder Mountain and founded the Big Thunder Mining Company, and then thus creating a city of Thunder Mesa, which is Frontierland. Ravenswood became rich and built himself a Victorian manor high on Boot Hill overlooking Big Thunder Mountain, where he raised his family, his wife, Martha, and his daughter, Melanie. Um, so yeah, that's how that, cause at first when I read that it was in Frontierland, I was like, how the heck does that tie into Frontierland and how do they pull that theming off? But they got it. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's really well themed. Like I said, the Mystic Manor one is just wild. Just like, cause like it includes things with like, um, uh, I can't think of the name of it. It's like C is like the abbreviation for it, like the initials. Um, like I said, it's an explorer's club that's um, pretty much an excuse for Disney to include mm-hmm. portraits of famous Imagineers throughout the park. Uh, like I think in Tokyo, um, Joe Rody is the portrait of the person <laughs> who's supposed to own their version of Tower of Terror and um, stuff like that. And like I said, the idea is like. The person who owns it, I think his name's like Alistair Mystic or something like that. Maybe something like, it starts with an A. And like he goes through showing you the house a little bit, and then like he disappears, and the monkey takes it. And like you see, like all of, like the, the variations of because they also include like Haunted Mansion references inside the Mystic Manor and stuff like that. And it's yeah, just I can't think of how much of the backstory there is, but there's a lot. Like includes like different explorations. Like it, it explains how, um, like the skippers, uh, Jungle Cruise came to be that kind of crazy. almost. It's wild. Oh, now I'm looking at pictures of the Mystic Manor. That's cool. Aww. the structure of it, like the building itself, is really cool. For anybody who's listening, go yeah. look up pictures of it because. It's really cool. It's like a, I don't even know what to s- describe it. I see a little bit of like, uh, like a Moroccan palace in there, but then it also just kind of looks like a fun house. But then it's also Victorian style too. It's like everything mashed into one. 
That's cute. Um, yeah, so any other versions or are those the main ones? Gotcha. Well, now those are the main ones. definitely need to go to every Disney park in the whole world. How am I ever going to know unless I go, right? <laughs> um, so unless you have anything else, I believe we could probably do the Disney question of the day and wrap it up. All right, cool. So, yeah, um, I believe it's you, correct? All righty, ask away. Yeah, I think so. All right. So, this one's actually based off of a live that we did on TikTok. Just to prefer, like, preference it a little bit. It's a great question. If there, like, so the question is. Like, what attraction would you want yeah, to turn into a movie? Yeah, I remember us hearing this question. Um, I wish we know who asked this. We could give some credit. But it was a fan that tuned in and asked asked us the question on our live that Drew and I did together. Uh, where I was holding him up on the phone. Um, I'm trying to remember my answer for this or an answer in general. So if you have one, go ahead. Ooh, yeah, that's um, a good one. Exhibition Everest. I it, it has, I think, the best story that could be turned into, like, an interesting movie. I mean, because, like, Disney did a really good job with Pirates, because Pirates didn't really, I mean, it's such a vast different idea. Like, they made a whole, I mean, they pretty much just took the name and kind of ran with it. But I don't know what other rides they could do that with. I mean, they, mm-hmm. I mean Jungle Cruise is coming out soon. We'll um, see what that looks like. I guess I don't know if this technically counts, but like I said earlier, the Tower Terror movie is such a disgrace that we should just forget that it exists. So I would like to say that to make a movie out of that, that's a lot better. Um, <laughs> that's my answer, I guess, because that could be a really <laughs> cool movie. Like, just the whole idea. I mean, I think is there is there a Twilight Zone episode that this actually happens in, or did they just throw Twilight Zone in there to throw it in there? No, uh, uh, no, it's a no. Um, Tower of Terror is like pre-show and everything. Oh, okay, that so ties yeah, into, they could uh, totally Twilight make Zone is completely new. A movie out of it, or I didn't know if there was already an episode or not. But if there's not, then they could totally make an actual that's it's a good enough story obviously like it's a whole story that i recited in one of our last episodes um <laughs> I, no i did it drew by I did reading it. off your laptop i pinky promise, I pinky lies, promise and i don't break lies, lies ask anyone I know. Well, like I said before, we're just going to have to meet in person. And I'm not even going to, like, shake your hand or say hi to you. I'm just going to start reciting it right in front of you. Yep, that's what's going to happen. So, but anyway, off of that, it has a good enough story to easily make a movie out of. I mean, they tried, but they failed. 
So, yeah, I would like to see an actually good movie off of that. Because I was I like, like you said, it's very hard to think of another attraction that could pull off a movie. You could make um, a movie about I'm... the Proverbs family. <laughs> you could if you really wanted to, because they kind of explained their I, life. I guess. You could make like a time traveling movie based off the Progress family. It'd be a stretch. I suppose, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't really think of any other ones. Um <laughs> Because so many of the rides now are, are based on IPs themselves. And I mean, I I don't know, like, Tomorrowland got, like, the entire land got, you know, a movie. Maybe, yeah. Uh, I kind of thought about that, Space but, um, it. it definitely would have to be incorporated into, like, a bigger thing. Like, I don't think you could make one just based off of Space Mountain, because there's nothing there to work with other than going to space. I mean, there's, I mean, back in what, 2003, it was absurd the idea that, wait, so Pirates of the Caribbean is going to be a movie? <laughs> All they yeah, do true. is just pillage a I town guess, yeah. and, and the ride's over. But, all right, unless you have anything else, I think we're good to do the closing and wrap it up. And that wraps up our episode for today. Thank you for listening to us, the Lost Disney Nerds podcast. If you want to reach out to us or connect with us, you can email us at lostdisneynerds at gmail.com. You can follow and interact with us on Instagram at the Lost Disney Nerds podcast. And you can also find both Drew and I on TikTok. Drew's TikTok is at Drew underscore the Lost Disney Nerd. And my TikTok is at the Tallest Disney Princess. Give us a follow on there and stay tuned for our next episode.